You are listening to Beltway Beef, official commentary from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. My name is Ed Frank. I am NCBA's Senior Director of Policy Communications. And joining us this week is NCBA's Director of Government Affairs, Danielle Beck. Danielle, thank you for joining us again. Ed, thanks so much for having me. Okay, so there's been some movement on the fake meat issue. This is moving a lot faster than I personally thought it would. I thought this was going to be a a very, very long-term project, and it is going to be. But there has been action uh, in the House this week. Uh, yesterday, the House Appropriations Subcommittee on Agriculture um, marked up its uh, Ag Approps Bill for 20, FY 2019, um, and it had some language in there on the fake meat issue. Can you bring us up to speed on what exactly that bill says? Yes. So yesterday, uh, the House Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee passed out of the subcommittee uh, their FY19 Agriculture Appropriations Bill, and included in that was language requiring the Secretary of U.S. Department of Agriculture, uh, starting in 2018 and for each year thereafter, uh, to regulate products made from cells of amenable species of livestock and poultry as defined under the Federal Meat Inspection Act and the Poultry Products Inspection Act. Uh, It also requires that uh, USDA issue regulations prescribe the type and frequency of inspection required for the manufacture and processing of these products, as well as other requirements necessary to prevent the adulteration and misbranding of them. Okay, so this goes back to the comments that we filed a few weeks ago, um, basically in support of USDA having jurisdiction over uh, these new lab-grown quote-unquote meat products as opposed to uh, the FDA. There was another Cattlemen's Association that filed comments or filed a petition in favor of the FDA having jurisdiction over that. I mean, this sounds like a, you know, sort of a silly turf battle that nobody outside the Beltway cares about. But why is it important for USDA and FSIS to have jurisdiction over these products as opposed to FDA? It is critically important that USDA assert jurisdiction and they be the primary regulator because USDA is the only agency that will guarantee an even playing field for lab-grown products and traditional products. Uh, USDA's FSIS uh, labeling pre-approval, that's a mandatory process, that's a powerful regulatory tool and it will ensure that all labeling claims are science-based and do not disparage traditional products. Uh, Further, uh, USDA FSIS inspection will ensure that there is a solid mechanisms in place to ensure consumer safety, uh, HACCP plans, uh, you name it. The best practices will be there to make sure that when these products come to the market, consumers who do want to purchase them, uh, they know that what they're getting is safe. Okay, so um, as is often the case, um, you know, Washington kind of acts later on a lot of issues, and and a lot of the the first responses on on new issues tend to be out in the states. And we've seen that um, in state legislatures like Missouri and Minnesota. Um, Can you just briefly talk about what, uh, what some of the state legislatures are doing on this as well? So the state of Missouri, uh, their House and Senate, uh, state legislatures, they've both passed bills uh, that are awaiting uh, final passage and then signature by the governor uh, that would essentially prevent products from misrepresenting themselves as coming from, you know, traditional livestock uh, or claiming that they're beef if they're not. Uh, And then in Minnesota, uh, it would require, uh, one piece of legislation would require lab-grown meat products to bear the mark of USDA FSIS inspection before they can enter state commerce. Okay, so how could, you know, these state laws, they may not just affect the conversation in Missouri and Minnesota, how could these state laws influence the debate going forward in Washington and in all the other state capitals? 
Missouri and Minnesota are just the first two. A number of our state affiliates at NCBA have expressed interest in pushing their own uh, pieces of legislation. Ultimately, uh, FMIA, the Federal Meat Inspection Act, does have a federal preemption, preemption clause. Uh, but ultimately, you know, this is just an, another example of why USDA needs to act sooner rather than later. We don't want to find ourselves with a patchwork of conflicting state regulations. That's not good for anybody. So USDA needs to uh, take action sooner rather than later uh, so that there's clear uh, regulation from the federal level. All right. Still, obviously, a lot of work to do on this issue um, in Washington and around the country. Um, this ag approves bill still has to be approved by the committee, by the U.S. House, by the U.S. Senate, and then signed into law by the president. We all saw Schoolhouse Rock. So there are quite a few more steps to go, but this is obviously a very good step uh, in the right direction, we think. Uh, great work on the Hill to, you know, make sure that they know that this is an issue and that and that this language was in, uh, included in the initial version of this Ag Approves bill. Um, and thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me today, Ed. You've been listening to Beltway Beef. Until next week, eat real beef. Check us out online at beefusa.org and follow us on Twitter at, at Beltway Beef. Thanks for listening.